0: What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this?
1: Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to
2: sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you
3: on the Ringer Reality TV podcast.
0: Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
4: Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Coralbeck. And today we are doing the All Boring Team. But in a fun way we spend so much time talking about like, <laughs> sexy players and sleepers and if fun guys and it's like no enough of that we're gonna do the most boring team humanly possible that you could still win your league with yeah because
5: this is what big fantasy wants you to think they think They they want you to think that you have to take sexy players, but that's not true. You don't have to win your friends over at your draft. You don't have to be the coolest one. You don't have to take the sexy players. No, there are perfectly fine, boring
1: players that you can get for a fantastic price that you can win your fantasy league in. On the contrary, like (laughs) everyone will tell you that you want to feel good about your draft. You want to like get excited about the players you took. I think actually it's the opposite. The teams that I've had that are the best are the teams that are actually... I feel terrible about this draft. It's a bunch of old guys. They're all probably going to get hurt, whatever whatever the case may be. And then that team ends up smashing. Um, and also, by the way, I just wanted to mention, this is a play on... Robert Mays from The Athletic has done uh, the most exciting or the most fun fantasy team you can draft for years. And So we went the other way with it. I'm sure that we're not the first people ever to do this, but we're we're just going with the most boring, blase, bland, blah players that are actually good importantly that are actually good this they, ha- they have to be actually good because you know what
5: the guy who takes aj brown this this year in your in your draft everyone's gonna go "Ooh, aj brown oh he's so talented this is finally gonna be the year oh he's in philadelphia or you could just take keenan allen and no one will say anything at your draft and he'll be better <laughs> So, that's what we're here to do today.
4: Before we get to the old boring (laughs) team, though, we figured in the theme of today, we're going to do some boring news. Yeah. So, uh, luckily, we have the most boring boring news probably of the whole football season, which is Nikhil Harry, Patriots receiver, traded to the Bears for, and I shit you not, a 2024 seventh-round pick, which I always feel... The only thing better is, like, the conditional future Mm. seventh-round pick, which is, like, we were going to cut you, but actually, we just wanted to send you to the bad (laughs) team. But I don't really have any thoughts. I mean, the Patriots can't draft receivers. There's nothing to talk about. So, instead of... Talking about this, I wanted to play a game with you guys because the Bears receiver core is so bad. Mm. Can I read you a list? I'm going to read you a list of names. Half of the people I'm going to read are actual wide receivers currently employed by the Chicago Bears. <laughs> half? The okay. other half will be actors whose names I found on the IMDB page for Top Gun Maverick. Oh. Oh. Uh, and,
5: okay. I, I'll remove myself from this because I just was doing research on the Bears so I know they're receiving court and I, I have seen Top Gun and just did a rewatch oh, okay. on it. So DK, this will be for you. Okay. So, okay. All right, Here so DK, you go. got to guess. Okay.
4: okay, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay. C-R-U-Z. Tom Cruise would be like <laughs> the fourth best receiver on the
5: Bears right Tommy now. He's too Cruise? short. He's like yeah. Rondell
4: Moorhead. I don't know. All right, Isaiah Coulter, Greg he's Davis, Chaz Ingram, Daz Newsome, Nasimba Webster, Austin Bowerman, Brandon Rush.
1: (laughs) Okay. Daz Newsome is a Bears receiver. Yes. Uh, What were the other ones?
4: uh, David Moore,
1: Isaiah Coulter. Coulter and Moore are Bears receivers, although David Moore just got arrested, so maybe not for long. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We'll see.
4: Isaiah Coulter, we got Greg Davis, we got Austin Bowerman, Chaz Ingram, Brandon Rush. (laughs) I don't know who those people are. The Bears receiving core is a
5: nightmare. Yeah,
4: it's unbelievable. Honestly, I mean, I say that in jest. In jest, I don't say jets, but that's almost as worse. But in jest, but the actual Bears depth chart. I mean, even the top, they have Darnell Mooney is the number one. Okay, they have Byron Pringle.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't Pringle on that team? Okay,
4: I mean, that that's their number two receiver, the guy who couldn't play (laughs) for Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, Vilas Jones Jr., who's the rookie they drafted, who isn't he like He's still- older
1: than Nikhil Harry. He's <laughs> older than the new draft <laughs> pick. Nikhil is- Harry's oh almost God.
4: done with his rookie contract. <laughs> they, their pick is older than him. I mean, they, I mean, Daz Newsom. yeah, he, I thought, I, I even got myself confused. He's actually on the Bears. Tajay Sharp, it's like the who's who of like the sixth receiver on a bunch of teams you never even had to know for fantasy purposes. So, yeah. uh, Bears, Justin Fields, good luck. Anyway.
1: Do you think Nikhil is going to make the team? Well, I mean,
4: you know, they gave up a seventh round, 2024
1: pick. seventh. seventh.
4: <laughs> all right, I bet he'll make so it So there is the boring news. We have nothing further to say about that. But we're going to go to the all boring team, and again, there is only two rules for the all boring team: you have to be boring, and you have to be good. Yeah. And now some players are boring and not good. Correct. And some players are good but not boring, and you have to be both. That's the key to being on the all boring team.
5: That is exactly right. And exa- who's an example yeah. of boring and also not
4: good? Damian Harris, the Patriots running back. There you go. Like he's boring, he's and good. he's also like not a, like he's, you don't want him.
5: He might not. Be Matt good. Ryan. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's a good one. Matt Ryan's boring and not good. <laughs> I think Matt Ryan's the most boring player in the entire league. You, I've I've had this theory.
1: think that's just like a vendetta. Against no, I don't. Matt
4: My Ryan. theory in Matt Ryan is no one knows anything about him. He's but in NFL quarterback, there's 32 jobs like that, and for like 12 years. And he went to Boston College. He's in a Super Bowl once. He won the MVP, and like no one else, the Matty Ice, no one knows anything else about him. He like he doesn't exist. Anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna do the all boring team. We're gonna, again, we're doing an actual lineup here. We actually yes. narrowed it down to a real lineup. So we have a quarterback, two running like backs. We could draft it. Yes, right? you like could we draft could, his in team. theory.
1: Draft this. Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah. So we're gonna go through. We do the quarterbacks first. So I I chose the quarterbacks. It's very difficult, and there were two very obvious quarterbacks to pick from. It's Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr. And I I decided to go with Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk. And you know what? You let know, the boring... Because they both it's have Kirk. upside. Derek Carr, obviously, is Devonta Adams. This year. You know what the tiebreaker for me was? Kirk is more boring than Derek Carr. Because Kirk Cousins is so boring that Bruce Allen, who's the team president for Washington, while <laughs> Kirk Cousins was the quarterback, didn't know Kirk Cousins' name.
1: He didn't know his <laughs> Called
4: first name. Called him Kirk. So that's the tiebreaker, but... Did you know Kirk Cousins? Kurt was QB eleven last year on a run first team. He was the QB eleven year before that too.
1: Another pass first team. <laughs> He's an absolute stud. Hi, Fitz. Can you just start all of your analysis on this podcast? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know that you Kirk? Know Kurt, Kurt, Kurt? Is it Kirk or Kurt?
4: Can we? Just, I mean, if, the sad part is it doesn't matter if you say it. No one will care <laughs> that much. Any other player get their name wrong, people will be like, "You got the name wrong." No one cares.
1: I like this. This is perfect.
4: But I, I think that in all seriousness you can be the last person to take a quarterback in your draft this year and it, it is, he's like the epitome of this exercise in that no one, actually, you'll probably get shit if you draft, if you draft Kirk Cousins, but he'll probably just mm-hmm. be better than Dak Prescott this year. But realistically, Kirk has, you know, he doesn't have the rushing upside, but even though he seems like a middle-of-the-road player, Kirk is actually really streaky. But now that he's on like this this pass-first offense, it's not crazy to me to think he is Justin Jefferson. We've talked about how we think Justin Jefferson's our, our number one receiver. Uh, he will be by the time we update our rankings. Uh, everything about the Vikings running this Rams system, we're like, well, Justin Jefferson is be pretty good in it. Adam Thielen wearing two. Dalvin Cook's going to catch passes. Arden Smith,
5: like, sleeper yeah. tight end of
4: the year. At some point, we're like, well, Kirk Cousins might just play well for a whole season.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, all the Vikings used to do is run, like, 21 personnel. They would always just have two wide receivers out there, and I think the biggest difference in this year's offense is that they're going to be running a lot of 11 personnel, which is what the Rams do all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. if you actually look at it, uh, I was listening to a PFF pod, and, and Ian Hardis was talking about how, The actual, like, amount of passes versus runs that Minnesota ran last year for the Rams was actually exactly the same. They were 61% pass, 39% run. Like, it was the same. So, which is kind of surprising to you considering, uh, you know, what you thought the Vikings were and what you thought the Rams were, but the difference in what the Rams do is that they're just way more creative. Play action, screens, motions, and if you're an 11 personnel, Kirk Cousins is honestly, we've been saying let Russ cook. Russ might not be that good. Let's let Kirk cook because this dude has not been (laughs) able to cook in Minnesota for the last four years, and that's why he's been a fringe quarterback one. When he was in Washington, his last three years in Washington, QB8,
1: QB5, QB6. That's incredible. Let Kirk cook, <laughs> Craig. Letting him cook. Have you seen the picture of him cooking the uh, steaks? He
4: grilled the steaks, and it looked like venison. It was so. It was like it looked like <laughs> it was like plastic wrap.
1: Did it look good? Do we bad? Really no, want him? Hey, to let cook? me pull up the picture. Look like he's sous vide. If it. you're, if, you know what? Maybe he <laughs> did. That, is, that would is in sense. right now.
4: No, if you if you're able to, if you can Google Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk Cousins steaks is like the first thing that comes up. Look at this, Craig. <laughs> Look at these steaks. The
1: first rule, the first rule of the internet is that. never show people what you're cooking. That's pretty bad. Because they will fucking maybe honestly sous vide. Those
4: look like baseball mitts. If anyone has a theory of what Kirk <laughs> Cousins could do, trying to do the Ted Lasso thing, curious, not judgmental. If anyone knows why Kirk Cousins' steaks look like this on the grill, can you email at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com? It Looks like
1: rocks. Yeah, there's this is like a this is the literally the color of like a leather shoe. <laughs> why do they look like that? Like a leather dress shirt. Or like bre- like
4: dough for bread. I don't know. Two-thirds of the... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, Kirk Cousins is probably a perfectly good quarterback.
5: Congrats, Kirk. You made the all-boring team. All
4: right. Next up. Oh, all right. So that's our quarterback, running backs.
5: Yeah, right. So you can obviously get Kirk late in your drafts, like really late. But going through the first round, the most boring pick that you can make in your first round, who's a great pick, is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, running back on the Bengals, he was third in total touches last year. Sixth in touches per game. The O-line is way better. This dude was third in goal-line carries. Uh, In the playoffs, he showed he could be a receiver. There's no one else on the team at running back who could steal touches from him, genuinely. like He has one of the most secure positions out of any running back in the league. What about Captain America? Chris Evans? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, where are you going with that? (laughs) I forgot, yeah. Uh, I'm good on Chris Evans. I'm not worried about Chris Evans. Okay. I I feel like with Mixon... We've always been hearing about, like, the Mixon breakout year is going to come. Mixon is so talented. And it kind of never happened. He was hurt a lot. The team wasn't very good. But it happened last year, but nobody cared because Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were on the team. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, Jamar
5: Chase stole Joe Mixon's limelight. But we're, we're not uh-huh. all understanding the fact that Joe Mixon was the number four running back in fantasy last year. No one
4: cares. And the
5: Bengals are better this year. And they didn't bring in any more running The backs. line's better. The yeah. line's better.
4: And not just that, but it's also Joe Burrow literally saying, we're going to get way more too high this year. And we're not going to be able to throw deep and take the shots we did. And part of that means not just throwing shorter, but also the Bengals are going to have to run the ball more, which they couldn't really do because the line was so bad. They swapped out, I forget, was it all five or just basically four of their five linemen? I mean, they got Lil Collins from the Cowboys. Like the Bengals are such a better line, but also. I think every other first, the reason this is good for the all boring team is every other first rounder you would take in fantasy are all remarkable. Like you would remark upon them. Jonathan Taylor, Cup, Eckler, <laughs> Henry, McCaffrey, Jamar, all of them, when you take them, there is a remark to me. And Joe Mixon's is like, okay. Everyone's like, okay. There's not, yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. No one cares.
1: Yeah.
5: But like you can get him at literally like the 11th or 12th pick in the first round. And he was the RB4 last year and like nothing changed. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> sure okay hold on I, I can't see you guys where did oh, you guys yeah, go
4: our, our feet cut out
1: do we want to mention that you guys are together
4: The motion sensor should we keep this in <laughs> so yeah so i'll explain <laughs> so i'm actually in la for the nfl meeting so craig and i are actually in studio Oh wait, and dk is remote and the tv has stopped working oh ah! we're back. Oh, God, it's
1: back there you are all right. Yeah, it's scheduling conflict, so I couldn't make it to LA this week, and I'm super jealous. Well, DK like put childcare above
4: content, which
1: is, I mean, <laughs>
4: that's questionable.
1: That's pretty but, disgusting.
5: Okay. All Cal- right. Calvin is a lucky man. Uh, all right, so already a man,
1: he's got chest hair. He's he's three. He's a man.
4: <laughs> Joe Mixon, welcome
5: to the all boring team.
4: Yeah, this one makes sense. All right, other running back.
5: We have we have two other running backs. We're going to do one as a flex and one as a our other starting running back. DK, do you want to take the next RB? Just because I just yes,
1: went? I think his. I think generally you're probably going to have to take this guy earlier, and the, the answer is James Conner for the Cardinals. Beautiful. Again, yes, yeah, it's boring, uh, right? I don't think he, people have ever really sort of the, the talent that he has doesn't really match the hype. Like people just don't get that excited about James Conner for whatever reason. Like maybe it's just because he's kind of a plotter. Maybe it's because well <laughs> he, he does uh, plot. He was, he
5: has no visual characteristics that are like appealing like no signature he doesn't he has,
4: have a move yes he has no thing <laughs> also one plod one of those words that sounds like exactly what it means yeah and then <laughs> two i think the thing with james connor is it reminds me of that stephen a smith rant about kwame brown he's like got no hands can't catch the ball can't really move like gotta move but can't commit to memory and i'm like yeah i don't know james connor's style is gets the ball runs tackled and
1: I'll be honest, the first thing I think about when I think of James Conner though is he did have this one ridiculous awesome one-handed catch last year and oh, that's yeah. like why I'm like really wanting to draft him this year. Also, by the way, he scored 18 touchdowns. Did you know Hey hyphens, did you know that James Conner scored 18 touchdowns? <laughs> that's last actually year? kind of insane. Third most in the NFL among all that. players. I
4: like our New perverse only players fantasy bi- in the NFL. But in fantasy bizarre world, a lot of touchdowns are bad and <laughs> <laughs> Few touchdowns are good because it'll reverse. But so Chase Edmonds left, the other running back for the Cardinals left from Miami. So the Cardinals just have what yes. is it? James Connor and like Eno Benjamin is yeah, really. Like Eno Benjamin
1: is slated to be the number two, I guess. Uh, Keontae Ingram, a uh, rookie sixth rounder. You know, there's like he's going to get the vast majority of the touches, I think, in this. But offense. Eno
4: Benjamin's and, 5'9, 207.
1: Mm-hmm. You guys, James Connor was the running back five last year. Five. Well, from week nine on, after Edmonds got hurt, Connor was the the RB two only second only to Jonathan Taylor. Like he has <laughs> legit top two, top one upside if he stays healthy. Obviously, that's a big question mark because he hasn't. His track record has been like not great in terms of the injuries, but um, like all the volume that he's going to get, you're going to be in a good offense. He's going to inherit probably most of the passing down work. Um, he has like legit potential to be like a top three guy I'm, I'm not even kidding and like people don't really seem to be talking about him like he's just boring. so funny somebody needs to be a just a fucking man and put james
5: connor in like their top 10
4: he should, well it's just you know it's jonathan taylor I, think I had him McCaffrey, in, in, in my top 10 it's james connor i but actually though i mean not really but kind of
5: his adp he's going as the running back 19 what you know what i mean
1: like this doesn't make How? any sense he's just boring Okay, I'm looking at our ranks right now, you guys, and we haven't updated these for a couple weeks. So we'll we'll get we'll get them updated. My ranking, half PPR, I have him at tenth overall. Good for you.
4: We have him as a set. We have him thirteenth.
1: That's so. I stand by that. You know, I don't know what his ADP is going to end up as we get closer to the season. I think, I guess, I would guess that his ADP is going to rise just because people are going to realize that he's getting people are going to listen to this pod and then it'll probably rise. 25 touches a game, (laughs) but I don't know. I just like what am I missing other than the injury thing? I guess.
5: Uh, that's ridiculous because the guys, we have Saquon Barkley going ahead of him in ADP, Christian McCaffrey, every other player on this damn list gets hurt all the time. <laughs> James Conner <laughs> yeah. had like one injuries riddled season and he's kind of boring and he's like a fringe top 20 running back. He's going right before Josh Jacobs and he
4: after Zeke, He's a perfect bore. This is like the, I'm going to say this for every player, but he's like the epitome of this exercise. Just boring people that no one. (laughs) Also, I like as a framework for this exercise, what I liked about it, we were talking about this, we uh, doing this and Craig was like, I want the team. I want to build the team that if you sent your roster to your friend, your friend would be like, oh, oh, uh, uh, okay. No. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah. I mean, this looks (laughs) Cool, cool. 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 And then you're like 6-2 and two to start the year. Tight, 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 tight. Because every single player puts up like 16 a game.
4: <laughs> James Goddard and Kirk Cousins.
3: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state, based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
0: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like Available H track, all wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
4: Okay. All right. So we've got Kirk Cousins, Joe Mixon, David, uh, uh, James Connor. I just spoiled it. But yeah, you know, next up, David Montgomery.
1: So David montgomery's our flex. This might be the most. I'm I'm even kidding. This might be the most boring. Player I've ever I, I serious list. question. I mean, well,
4: Craig, I, I, this one's for DK. Can I ask you a serious question? You're a father. You have a yeah. lot going on. When was the last time you thought about David Montgomery? <laughs> Considered his existence. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. It's, it's been a
1: little while. Nobody wants to draft this man. Nobody wants David Montgomery. You, People are trying to tell us that uh, Khalil Herbert is better. And by the way, he might be. But we, we ticked
4: um, off all the the, he, so the Bears running back. We ticked off all the receivers the Bears had, or l- lack thereof of receivers and or actors from Top Gun Maverick. And in theory, David Montgomery just should be like a really good player. I don't know. There's like a, a world where he's a three down back. Uh, he it's
5: possible. He had 278 touches per season since 2019. 278. Last year, only seven running backs had more than that. And this is going to be a team with Justin Fields that you would expect to be extremely run heavy. Hopefully they use him a lot more in the read option, which is great for the running back. He had David Montgomery has had 54 catches in a season. He's actually like a pretty good receiving back. Uh yeah, he has Khalil Herbert and Darrington Evans and Tristan Ebner behind him. Who? Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that last hey. thing. You you mentioned the touches. He he was tenth last year among all players in total touches, two hundred and sixty-seven in thirteen games. He didn't even play the whole slate, and he was tenth. Also, I know that people would probably say, "Oh, well, if Fields is the quarterback, you know, he's not going to catch passes
5: anymore because like running quarterbacks typically don't check down." When Fields was playing, uh, Montgomery saw his career high in targets per game, almost five. So, I don't. I I, I guess the I guess the argument is that like the Bears are going to suck, and if you're losing a lot, you don't run a ton. But like, has that right. has that not been the case the last three seasons? And he's like racking up 280 touches every single year. Uh, this is the most boring player you could have. Who's going to get you like,
4: I don't know, 14 points a game? Like he will be solid. Yeah. yeah, he's going in the range where it's usually like older backs that we don't really know what to do with anymore. Except he's just not that way. He's just like pretty good.
5: Well, he's he's just forgettable.
1: Slow. You know why he? You know why people don't like him? It's literally the easiest answer in the world. It's he's slow. He's slow and, and he's not even that slow, but he has a reputation for being. Sam, do we is our next episode the all slow
5: team that the can win your fantasy? <laughs> you
1: can build. The slowest it's, team you can the put the best together. players in that fantasy was. football are slow Dalton
4: Schultz, <laughs> Keenan Allen, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Can any no one faster than a four or five? Corlin Sutton ran a four five four, love it.
5: Give me all the guys who are above Keenan Allen. Honestly, if you made
4: the fastest team and the slowest team, I do wonder if the slow team
2: would, I bet be the team would
4: beat the
1: fastest Sorry. team.
4: <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is like low key kind of slow.
1: Yeah. The, the memes about like what Patrick Mahomes runs like are so good. Runs, like, I saw someone say he runs. Like Runs like he's trying to not—he's carrying a beer and trying not to spill it. He does have a weird (laughs) shuffle. He like keeps his feet as close to the ground as he can. He
4: he walks weird.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know what he obviously
4: you know he walks like. If you ever watch Patrick Holmes, not running but walking to the huddle, walking around, he walks like Pablo Escobar and Narcos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, he really
4: does. He's also got a head tilt that he always. He does. No, if you (laughs) next time you watch the Chiefs, he walks like Pablo Escobar and Narcos.
1: I'm telling you. He walks like someone's, like, barefoot on gravel. (laughs) It's like, ow, 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 ow. Like he's walking over (laughs) hot coals. But what's funny is he
4: has, like, when they won the Super Bowl, he had, was it three games in a row? One of the best scrambles I've ever seen from a quarterback in the playoffs. And he basically did it three games in a row. But the entire time... He looks so unathletic, and yet he's making like defensive ends on the Titans just whiff. But also, at the same <laughs> time I'm watching him, I'm like, that looks like what I would do if I were out there. That's how I would run. He's
5: consistently like... The, one of the best playoff bets every year is the over on Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards. Yeah.
4: There's always two of them. Okay. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the all-slow team. David okay.
5: Montgomery, welcome to the all-boring yeah.
4: team. He, The rare, he could get the all-boring and the all-slow team.
5: Well, this next receiver <laughs> uh, also could make both teams. The leader of our wide receiver core on the all boring team is Keenan Allen, who I am just passionate about. Uh, (laughs) This man is the biggest sufferer of the West coast time zone. I love this theory ever. This man balls out every afternoon and nobody cares because nobody's watching. (laughs) <laughs> but and, and it's and it's honestly different than a lot of the other wide receivers on the west coast because you have you know you have the running back hybrid debo samuel in in the san francisco market then you have like dk metcalf the biggest freak of all time uh, up in seattle with russell wilson you have like the la buzz the glamour sean McVay with cooper cup and this is why keenan allen down in san diego i know he's in la now but for the most of his career in san diego he is the personification of san diego Cause he's the best city in California, but nobody knows it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Keenan Allen is. <laughs> Keenan Allen, if Keenan Allen were a stock, he'd be like a mutual fund. <laughs> he'd be like if you invested in the S and P five hundred, and the other guys <laughs> around him that you would draft is like Tyree Kill in Miami, T Higgins and Cincy, AJ Brown and Philly. That's like n- Netflix, Kathy Woods shit, NFTs, <laughs> NFTs, crypto. <laughs> And, yeah, and drafting Keenan rich. Allen, yes. it's not fun. Nobody likes the guy in the, in like the stock market group <laughs> chat who's like, actually, I think I'm just going to invest in the S&P and wait 10 years. That's boring. Yeah, I'm just going to
1: hold this for my entire I'm life. I'm just going to
5: get a 9% return every year from the S&P. That's <laughs> Keenan Allen. Be an adult, get off Robin Hood, and draft Keenan Allen.
1: <laughs> Can't go broke making a profit, right, Craig? Nope. <laughs> Taking a profit, making a profit, whatever. This
5: man averages 104 catches per season over the last five seasons. 104 catches
1: per season over the last five seasons. People have made a lot about um, made a lot about like how he's kind of starting to decline. He doesn't look quite as fast. His yards per catch has gone down. Don't care about any of that. <laughs> so I'm looking at it though. His yards per reception was 10.7 last year. It was 9.9 the year before. He had
5: 106
1: catches for th- 1,100 yards, that's slowing down. I'll take that. (laughs) I know, but I'm like looking at some of his early, like when he was 22, he averaged 10.2 yards per catch. When he was 23, 10.8. When he was 24, 10.5. Well, the reason is- He's never been like a deep down the field explosive guy. This is who he is. Well, he's, because you could argue that he's, he's like your favorite receiver's
4: favorite receiver. He's the most tactical route runner probably in the entire league. And so- I think a lot, What the question is, like, is Mike Williams going to, I almost said Mike Davis, just out of muscle memory, but is Mike Williams going to take over as, like, the number one there? But really what happens, Mike Williams, maybe spiritually, is, like, maybe the number one on the Chargers. Like, he's, quote-unquote, scares defenses more. But when they're focusing on Mike Williams, they're kind of saying, we'll let Keenan Keenan Allen take a lot of underneath stuff. But it also means Keenan Allen's going to get the 100-catch season in perpetuity. And now he's got Justin Herbert. And everyone is probably going to simultaneously say Justin Herbert is going to, you know, legit MVP candidate. Char- I think the Chargers probably could win the NF- AFC West, take over the Chiefs. But like, Keenan Allen's gonna be there. He's 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 gonna get the hundred catches. It's money in the bank. Head down to San Diego, folks. It's
5: lovely down there. Nobody knows. <laughs> Kathy <laughs> would know. shit is at all. Some people time? know.
4: <laughs> I was really good. Okay, I. This is not as as pure as that, but I do have a guy that might be even more boring <laughs> for the for the, the re- receiver core after Keenan Allen. It's. It's Brandon Cooks, man. It's mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks for the Texans. This,
1: one, this one's perfect. I
4: I, yeah. I I don't know if there could be a more boring receiver. <laughs> like last year we had so many jokes. Me especially it was like somebody has to catch passes in Houston. And I was like, No, but you don't have to have them on your team. And I was like, you know what? Brandon Cooks caught passes in Houston. He did. He caught the passes. He was a top twenty fantasy receiver. But if you cut out like week eighteen, I mean Brandon Cooks beat Michael Pittman for the Colts he beat DJ Moore for the Panthers he beat Jalen Waddle. for the Dolphins like this happened one year ago it happened <laughs> with Davis Mills one
1: year ago now
4: I'm not saying you should take him over those guys this year but when he beats them again uh, can, can I give you as a stat did you know three players have hit a thousand receiving yards in six of the last seven seasons so six of the last Is seven Tyler seasons Lockett one of those no, no six last not... seven seasons uh, three players have gotten a thousand yards six of the last seven seasons
5: is one of them Evans. I guess DeAndre Hopkins Evans. didn't do it last year
4: did he nope not Hopkins Mike Evans not lo- yes Mike Evans because he's got the streak it was like his whole career basically
1: was it Julio before that no, no Julio has five year. there's a lot of players
4: with five but Julio does not have you said six of the last seven seasons yeah three players have a thousand yards in each in six of the last seven years
5: Devontae no, no, not Devontae. What? Adam. No. Remember, he, we found out he How was are we only not getting He this? was 26 when he finally had his first 1,000 yard season. <laughs> I'll, give
1: you, I'll give you, well, uh, the hint will ruin it. Oh, is it? It's not Antonio Brown. No. no
4: it's not Antonio Brown. Tyreek Hill? Uh, close. It's not a receiver. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. No. Mike So, okay. receivers, players with 1,000 yards, six out of the last seven seasons. Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, Brandon <laughs> Cooks. <laughs> what? Brandon Cooks, man. Like, this oh is crazy God. shit. And it's like, you know what? It's He's not famous by any measure he probably is production to fame literally the the most skewed ratio of any player in the nfl he's been on so many different teams he went from the saints to the patriots to the rams lost two super bowls to teams that then went immediately and won a super bowl without him and then he went to the abyss of houston and i mean another one for you he's been a top 16 fantasy receiver top 16 in the fantasy receiver six of the last seven years too He's literally been between nine and 16 all of those six years. And the other year, he just got hurt.
1: I have no memory of him being on the Rams. (laughs) Did that happen? Are you sure? He played with the Rams for two years? He Uh, did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
4: pandemic was wild, but I, I, and I think about all this with Brandon Cooks because he managed. He pulled another thousand yard season out of his ass. Admittedly, they had an extra game this year. He did that with the Texans, worst situation in the league. Davis Mills was a rookie; didn't know he was going to be playing. How could they not be better? Like, how could Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks' connection not be better? with Davis Mills having an offseason. It has to get better, and the Texans' receiver room did not get better. There's still nobody else to catch passes in Houston except Brandon
1: Cooks. And he's also... Oh, i mean, also, yeah, give Mechie, we'll also give you a trillion dollars. but he's not going to be ready. Well, will also give you a trillion... What'd you say? I said they drafted Mechie, but he's not going to no. be ready. He's he's coming off an ACL, so... I'll also
4: give you a trillion dollars if you can tell me how old Brandon Cooks is. A
1: trillion? He's 28. Fuck. All right, yeah, he's 28. But still... <laughs> Okay, I
5: just you had like about a that. one in four shot right there to win a trillion dollars. <laughs> Tack it onto
1: my bill for the Todd Gurley. Yeah, too, exactly.
4: Well, I'll pay you on that. But regardless, I mean, <laughs> doesn't it kind of blow your mind that Brandon Cooks is twenty eight years old? He's been on like five teams.
5: Yeah, he had ninety had catches last career. year.
4: I know. Ninety. Ninety. Good lord.
5: He, he had the most target, targets of his career last year.
4: <laughs> career high <laughs> again mike evans kelsey brandon cooks thousand yards thousand yard club it's th- this That's exercise like
5: i want to tell the people at home here if you if you take this into your draft it's not going to be easy it is so no. hard to draft a boring player your finger will <laughs> quiver you don't want to do you it have the
1: fear of missing
5: out yes you'll get tremendous fomo drafting brandon cooks and everybody will say that was the lamest pick of the draft Congrats. We also
4: had to do this whole episode all, bottle them all together, because we're so afraid to recommend these freaking people and look like morons (laughs) ourselves. Like, we're the people who told you to take freaking Brandon Cooks, like, you know. Don't want that on my conscience, but here we are. You'll win. Cooks, welcome. All right, yeah, welcome Brandon Cooks. Another one for you. This is the guy who actually inspired this entire episode. So
5: this is our our wide receiver three on this team. Yeah, so,
4: yeah. Um, It's Alan Lazard for the Packers. And admittedly, (laughs) there's no track record here like of Alan Lazard being like, oh, you should take him, but He's like, again, he, Al Lazard with Devontae Adams gone for the Packers Alan, and also Marquez Valdez-Scantling left for the Packers. Al Lazard just is the number one, like in name. We'll see if it's in practice, but he's probably talent wise like Mike Davis. Like he's probably the Mike Davis of receivers. He's just not the kind of breakout receiver. And yet he's like probably the number one wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. <laughs> And we just, no one gives a shit at all. I mean, he is young, unlike Randall Cobb. He knows the offense and what Rodgers wants, which is probably 75% of the job. Like Sammy Watkins signed, he doesn't know that. And he's also an actual developed NFL receiver. And I know they drafted Christian Watson in the second round. But Christian Watson is not an NFL player yet. And like we do know that, look, there has been more rookie receivers being successful Immediately, I, I admit that, but not with like veteran quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't, DK, correct me on the fly if I'm wrong. I don't think we've seen the quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or the veteran guys with who have like a much more meticulous, demanding um style and nature had like a rookie jive mm. with them immediately. I, I can't think of one. And so, yeah, Aaron, I, I mean, he's so relatively cheap. Alan Lazard is consistently gonna be there in like the 80s, 90s. And honestly, I'm sitting here. I still don't even know if I formally want to recommend him. Honestly, I just keep looking at this. And I'm like,
1: well, shit. What if he is the number one guy? Yeah, when the rubber meets the road, are you actually going to take Alan Lazard Heifetz? I'm
4: st- to tell you the honest to god truth. I'm still thinking about it because I read this like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not even recommending him right now. But I read this Aaron Rodgers quote, and I don't even know what to make of anything Rodgers says or gets tattooed in his body. But he said, "I like production over potential. We have some production. We have a lot of potential." Um, he says, "We need to temper expectations and heighten accountability." He goes on, and goes on. And he says, he goes, he's asked about the the receiving core, and he said, Alan Lazard's been our dirty work guy for most of his career here. Now he's getting an opportunity to be a number one receiver, so I'm not worried about him at all stepping into that role.
1: I like to hear that. Hey, hi, Fitz. Did you know that Alan Lazard is 10th all-time in Big 12 receiving yards? (laughs) He was was actually a really good college receiver. Like, he has a history of high-volume production in college. We got an email
4: from someone who said that everyone in their league (laughs) calls him Alien Lizard. That's mostly the Alan Lazard thoughts I've been having all day.
5: Okay, let me ask you guys this. If Alan Lazard plays all 17 games and he's the number one or two wide receiver on the team, he plays all 17 games. What do you think is a reasonable stat line?
2: Oh my
1: god, it's 70 something catches for 1,060 yards.
4: What did Devontae have last year?
5: 180 targets,
1: 130 catches.
5: Yeah, Devontae had 169 <laughs> targets, 123 <laughs> catches. But my point is, is that like if you look at like Terry McLaurin last year, Terry McLaurin had 77 catches, 1,053 yards, and five touchdowns.
1: Holy shit! I just gave you his. I gave you basically Terry McLaurin's like stat. That line. was
5: the wide receiver 25.
1: Yeah. Like wow.
5: He, like l- you know. Kendrick Bourne had 55 catches for 800 yards and five touchdowns. He ran a little bit. That
1: was the art wide receiver 30. Yeah, I, I guess— Shit, we should have put Kendrick Bourne on this list. Nah, well, I think Super
4: here's— now, for the Patriots, I don't like him, though. Here's the difference. Here's the thing. <laughs> Alan Lazard, like, as an athlete, has none of the profile of someone you think sense. And I understand that, for rightful reasons, it's easy to look at like a Christian Watson— for you know you know he's a much more he's a he's a larger much more athletic receiver coming in and it's sexier and he's a rookie and you want that to be good however part of me just keeps coming back to what if the guy who Aaron Rodgers says is getting the opportunity to be Green Bay's number one receiver is Green Bay's number one receiver (laughs) and we all ignore him because we don't like him
5: this happens in fantasy all the time we're manifesting something that isn't there like Aaron Rodgers is telling us. This is the only guy who's who's been on the team. This guy has been in the playoffs for three straight seasons. He's 6-5. <laughs> he's performed before when players have been hurt. All of the all of the signs are there. We're just refusing to accept
4: them. Well, yeah. I mean Aaron Aaron Rodgers got the also he's a Sagittarius like Rodgers. Isn't That's right. He? That's huge. Mm, it's huge. Important. He's just boring. Alan Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> no, his name's Alan. That's the problem. <laughs> Allen Robbins and Alan Lazard, they, they don't get any respect. Keenan okay. Allen. Yeah, well, we could do the All-Allen thing. Whoa,
1: something there. <laughs> <laughs> just, Alan, oh, well, the, there's a theme that a lot of these names are boring. Can we just call them Al? Al-Azard. Al Lazard. Um, so that is our
5: team. Honorable mention, Tim Patrick. Well, no, we got to do tight end. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. Honorable mention at wide Craig, receiver. This guy's so boring, Craig forgot about him completely. <laughs> Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick the- is our honorable mention bench wide receiver.
4: Yeah. He's been the best receiver on the Broncos for the
5: last two years. And he's just, his name is
4: Tim. All right. Do you get a fight about who should be the boring tight end for the all boring team?
1: I mean, I think both of them work. I just think Zach Ertz, my pick, (laughs) is going to score more points than your pick, Cole Komet, for the Bears. I got to say, in terms of boring, Zach
5: Ertz is more boring than Cole Komet.
4: What? Zach Ertz scored the game-winning, like, catch in the Super Bowl. How many years ago was that? Like four, five? five? I don't know. It was pre-Demic, so time is a loose concept. He's like,
5: no, Zach Ertz is so boring because I think, every, I mean, he seems like a shell of himself physically and everyone jokes that he, like, can't... DK, what's the Twitter account about him breaking tackle? There's tackles? a Twitter
1: account dedicated to asking the question of whether Zach Ertz broke a tackle because he, <laughs> he's never broken a tackle in his life. He is the quintessential, the prototypical, the platonic ideal of a catch-and-fall-down <laughs> tight end. Like... You can you can rely on him to catch the ball but he'll immediately fall down. Sometimes I'm not even kidding. I remember this and I I think I remember specifically Solak losing his mind. There was one play in particular a couple of years ago where he caught a ball and had like 30 yards in front of him and then he like ran towards another player and <laughs> fell down. Like he can't he can't run with the ball in his hands. You're really selling me on why he should be on our team. <laughs> however, however. <laughs> here's why he should be on our team. After joining the Cardinals last year, uh, he averaged five catches and 52 yards per game. That made him the tight end six from week seven. God, up. tight end is a <laughs> wasteland. wasteland. <laughs> yeah. like, he averaged
5: 50 <laughs> yards a game, making him
1: the best tight end in the league. Look, I this, this is the all-boring list.
4: 52
1: yards a game. Goodness. This is the all-boring <laughs> list, fellas. Right, DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is suspended for the first six weeks. I think that boosts Ertz immediately. He got a three-year, $31.5 million contract, which is 10th most in average annual value. So he's, like, up there in pay. He's going to catch the ball and fall down, but he's going to catch a lot of balls and then fall down immediately. So, I don't know. I he To me, he's the, the, he is literally the quintessential most boring tight end, but he's also good in fantasy.
4: I just disagree on the grounds that he's boring. I think that, like, a guy who used to be a top three, top four fantasy tight end is exciting even after he gets old. I think Cole Komet is worthy more worthy of the boring team name or the bo- all boring team because cole Komet, i mean he's cole commit like right now close your eyes do you know what his face looks like no no fucking chance there's no chance you know what cole Komet's face look like and if you say so you're a liar <laughs> <laughs> and like i could i describe him no no <laughs> do you know anything i don't know but i i think so jj zacharyson had a great stat that basically cole Komet is the only tight end of the last decade to get 85 targets in a season and not score a touchdown, which, like the 52 yards a game, not rousing. <laughs> However, it's, like, it's like they had bad yeah. luck. The Bears were... Again, the Bears couldn't really have... And Justin Fields specifically couldn't have been in a worse situation with what they put him in last year. However... You know, I'm not putting too much stock in it, but as Bill would say, like, the bingo card of, like, you're hearing everything you want to hear of the Bears. Like, Justin Fields getting chemistry with Cole Komet. They had the offseason to work together. And, like, again, there's no one there. We went through the freaking receiver room. It's just Darnell Mooney, who is good, as the number one receiver. They
5: Then the cast of Top Gun. The cast of Top Gun.
4: Again, (laughs) Tom Cruise is too short to really make an impact (laughs) in the red zone. And then they've got Cole (laughs) Komet, who's, like, the big body guy. And I I really do think Cole Komet, again, with tight end, you want a guy... Ideally, if you're trying to pick a guy outside the top eight, whatever, you don't want to pay premium, you're trying to pick a guy who's at a minimum the top two option on their offense. Real, Ideally, like who could be the number one option in some weeks, but at least you want them top two. Cole Komet, if you go through all these dudes, like Mike Gesicki for the Dolphins, not about to be a top two option on in that, in that offense, but Cole Komet is probably top two option for the Bears, and he's boring as hell. Yeah,
5: because there's a lot of there's a lot of boring tight ends to be honest. Like, but it's hard to pick one that you actually would want on your team. Like, Pat Fryermuth is boring, but like, yeah, he he's not a top three. He like Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Najee Harris are all going to get targeted more than. Pat Frymouth, so he doesn't count.
4: I also think Frymouth's value last year was entirely because he earned Big Ben's trust, and yeah. I think Steelers fan. I mean, you're a Steelers fan, Craig. My my read of it was Ben trusted him, so he had value. But if that doesn't translate with Trubisky, the Fryermuth is like borderline useless.
5: Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. So like, I I understand. Like, I, I bet you will get emails saying like Dalton Schultz. He's pretty
4: boring, mm-hmm. um, but he's being drafted too high because he's going in like there's like too much right? I think Ertz. Okay,
5: here's here's my question, Heifetz. When you're in a draft with your friends, and someone drafts Zach Ertz, and another person drafts Cole Komet, which which guy is more likely to get a bunch of groans? Like, ooh, nice Zach Ertz. You're gonna love that one. You know what I mean? Like, I think Zach Ertz to me is like has the washed label to him. He's old. He's he falls down. Like to me, that is like the least sexy, most boring. But that's exactly <laughs> my point. Cole
4: Komet's like young. Oh, and athletic. No, no, no. You have opinions on Zach Ertz. It's exactly my point. You think he's what? You don't think about Cole Komet <laughs> at all. It's because he's boring. I just think he's he's unproven more than he is boring. Yeah, fair. But I guess yeah, we, we don't have to split hairs here. I mean, Cole Komet can be on the bench for the team. I just heard, arguing I'm just, about who's more boring. I just think yeah. I just think you've heard of Zach Ertz. <laughs> this is good content. Yeah, exactly. It's heard great heard content. The all boring team.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube.
4: Okay, other honorable mention for the all boring team. I want to mention real quick, uh, Melvin Gordon for the Broncos. I mean, no one's getting hyped about that. Just, no one cares, and yet, yeah,
5: and yet he had the same amount of carries as Javante Williams. <laughs> literally last year, folks. the same,
4: and then. Uh, everyone's just so excited about Javante Williams. Understandably, obviously there's a world where Javante Williams, the much younger running back takes over and becomes like the great running back for this Broncos Russell Wilson team. And it's the goal line back and just like, has such a fun running style. And Kyle Brandt's out here talking every week about how his angry runs and like, he could totally be a star. Also, maybe the reality plays out where Javante Williams said, our roles are the same, and then their roles are just the same.
5: Yeah, like, I feel like what what people want Javante Williams to be is, like, the normal world of Stranger Things, and then what's likely (laughs) going to happen is the fucking upside down, which is Melvin Gordon actually splitting carries with him like he did last year. It's not the upside
4: down. It already happened. It's real life. (laughs) It's just more like everyone's like, it won't be that way, but the person saying it will is Javante Williams. Last year, Javante was the
5: RB17, and Melvin was the RB18.
4: One's going like 75 (laughs) picks after the other just because we don't like Melvin Gordon. Yeah. He's a great one. It's true that it's like I understand the upside of Jevrante Williams, but also sometimes we just get roped into wish casting. Also, do you know how old Melvin is? His name is Melvin. Yeah, his name's Melvin. That's such a theme. All these guys have such boring names.
5: (laughs) There's something here. David
4: Montgomery name,
5: Name bias is a huge factor.
4: Alan Lazard. Lazard's a very interesting last name, but Alan. No. Yeah.
5: David Montgomery,
1: James Connor, James Keenan. Well, James Connor. Every the, one of these guys has first like two first names. Keenan, Allen. David Montgomery, James, James Connor, Connor Keenan Allen, Kurt Cousins. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> a bunch of boring well, not people. Not everybody, but a few of them have two first names. Okay, so
4: that's the all boring team, and we're half kidding, but we're we're mostly serious. Should these, we run
1: through it again?
4: Yeah. So quarterback, all boring teams. Kurt Cousins, honorable mention. Derek Carr, running backs are Joe Mixon for the Bengals, David Montgomery for the Bears, James Conner for the Cardinals, receivers are Keenan Allen for the Chargers, Brandon Cooks for the Texans, Alan Lazard for the Packers, Zach Ertz for the Cardinals at tight end, and honorable mention to my guy, Cole Komet for the Bears. If you guys actually... And Melvin. I'm sorry, running back. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, honorable mention. If you guys are actually going to walk away from your drafts with one of these guys, not saying you should, but as Craig alluded to earlier, where you actually gather the strength to hit the draft button because let's be real none of us have the strength to take all of these people who is the guy that you actually kind of think you'll be strong enough to walk away with
1: uh, I will I will 100% be taking some James Conner Keenan Allen confidently confidently I, I think it's Cole Komet for me really uh, none of us want Brandon Cooks <laughs> after all that <laughs> damn it no, no I don't want no, <laughs> I, no it
4: is Brandon Cooks for me probably no I'm not
1: going to. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell it. I'm not listen gonna tell if
5: anybody out there drafts this exact team <laughs> No, don't encourage people. <laughs> no, I have to. Oh, I absolutely want. to <laughs> If anybody to do this. does yeah. that, we will do a lot for you. You can come on the pod. I don't know what. Don't say people are going to do it, dude. If they're going to draft this exact team, one that's really hard to do because well, you got to get it. Yeah, like there's 11 other or second, nine you other you guys. Get
4: all the boarding players.
5: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like odds are you're probably not going to even have the opportunity at every round to have these guys available. But if you do good lord we will praise you and you'll win your
4: league so you'll say thanks craig will praise you he'll have to
1: check the email account like we should
4: yeah okay uh one last piece of news we want to hit and then we'll do emails um really important the steelers changed their name of the stadium i can't believe we didn't hit this earlier this week um Mm. so they were heinzfield and now they're see if i can do this
5: accresher i don't even know accresher I haven't even fading. put in the energy to look it up because I don't... I, I, I'm i refusing <laughs> to believe it. I don't know how you say it. Acresure? Acresure? I don't know. It might be the I worst Somebody r-
1: Somebody ran a poll uh, asking if you'd ever heard of Acresure before... What was it? Tuesday or Monday? Mm-hmm. And it was like 96% said no. Well, that's
4: why you buy the naming rights, right?
1: I the, guess. It's kind of like yes, the Warriors. I remember the
4: Warriors they sold their jersey rights. they like the little patch on the jersey and it was... Rakuten Rakuten Rakuten? I can't pronounce words never mind company names but I was like who's that because there's so many companies in San Francisco I thought would do it and I was like oh it's because no one knows who you are I mean I know Rakuten is like a massive company but that's the point having said that I how long until we figure out how to say this name is
1: I don't understand how so what is AccuSure oh I'm glad you asked Acre, I'm on
4: Steelers.com AccuSure is a fintech which operates a top 10 global insurance broker the company provides a broad array of AI driven solutions across insurance real estate services cyber services asset management and more to millions of clients grown from 38 so million in revenue to 3.8 billion in just 8 years
1: like is uh, is Craig and I all of a sudden going to go look, like go put our business with AccuSure
5: you're asking about what the purpose of advertising is <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes.
4: I mean, I don't disagree with you. Well, I'm not going to lie. I had the funniest moment. Um, I think it was last year. It was on like vacation or something. Like I was at the beach and, and my girlfriend asked me to like get a frozen pizza. And I just, and I, I went and I just. You were at the beach and she said, go get a frozen pizza? Well, just to, to have, I don't know,
5: drunk and you
3: like, you want something? I don't know.
1: Okay. A frozen pizza? I don't
4: know. We're at the supermarket. <laughs> you know, you do the
1: supermarket run the before the beach. part of the, the story, beach. Craig's getting tripped. We're getting tripped up on <laughs> you're right, this. Right, sorry. The
4: supermarket run before the beach. You, know, you do, like, the supermarket run. You get all the stuff for the beach week.
5: Oh, okay. All right. I yeah, thought yeah, you were no. more like, we were at the beach or <laughs> no, going no, to the literally. beach.
4: not literally. No, beach. Good. All right, good clarification. We're at the beach, but you're doing the supermarket run, and there. I was like, all right, get frozen pizza. And I don't really get frozen pizza because I'm a total fucking snob from New York. And I obviously... Your body's a temple. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, I was in the frozen pizza aisle and I just had such brain freeze of like, like you know, the, you scroll through Netflix, you don't know what to get. And I was looking at all the brands and I just, I vividly remembered a DiGiorno commercial from 12 years ago that I saw on TV and I got a DiGiorno pizza. And I remember thinking, <laughs> that's why you do advertising.
1: Yep, that's right. Yeah, but that's frozen pizza. It's not AI driven, <laughs> fucking whatever it is. Like wh- that's for like giant corporations. They're they're marketing to giant corporations. Well, a, a lot of corporations buy football tickets and watch football games. Oh, also, I don't corporations know. Corporations do.
4: People who work at <laughs> them do. I don't know. Phil okay. Mickelson before this whole live golf thing. He had you know was work Workday. I don't think they're advertising Workday to like regular people. People who like own companies watch golf.
5: We use Workday here at Spotify.
4: Did you
1: know that? Okay, so you guys don't think it's weird? Okay. Oh, it's fine.
4: incredibly weird. And no, it, it's weird until you think about it. You're like, actually, if everyone knows your company, why buy the naming rights? True.
1: True. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, like, <laughs> we I just I, I, talk advertising. Like, mm, what's the point? I really do believe in. Um, We're real geniuses about advertising. You, Craig literally asked me, so are you asking the point of advertising? <laughs> Wait, can, I ask the, can
4: I ask you guys a question? I. DK, what's the what's the largest company was in America by market cap that you don't know how to pronounce their name? <laughs> oh that's boy, I, uh, I think uh, Ra- Rakuten or Rakuten, the Warriors Rakuten, jersey company.
5: You know I what? I, I think it's Rakuten
4: because they're, they're they're a large company and I don't really know how to say their name.
5: Yeah, that's probably. do you have one. any
4: thoughts on that, the largest company in America that you don't that people probably don't know how to pronounce the name, could you email us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com?
5: Um, Kathy Murphy Wood would know Their revenue is 1.6 trillion <laughs> That's gonna be Who hard Who is to freaking beat. Using this company uh, Ra- Rakuten well, they're Electronics Commerce And
4: online retail I think technically They're a Japanese company Yeah they are So oh. 1.6 trillion Will be hard to beat Okay uh, Emails Marcus sent us A great email Headline This is how you get Marcus. Our emails read Subject line All caps Mariah Carey Jingle <laughs> Authorization
5: I, I shit you not I was like texting somebody on my phone I got the little drop down notification with the preview of this email that says Mariah Carey jingle authorization <laughs> immediately abandoned my text and clicked and I was like this works this is Fucking great son advertising son of a bitch got ya yeah
4: and then what did it? the email body read Craig? and then
5: it said just kidding Ella Mayo. here's some Zach Wilson memes
4: <laughs> which
5: is funny because he could have just said Zach Wilson memes is the title and we would have clicked but I respect that he did the Mariah Carey prank.
2: Uh,
4: That's really good. <laughs> so yeah, if you want us to reach your email, just send us ringerfantasyfootball.gmail.com. Although now we're going to get flooded so you'll have to kind of pivot. Feel pivot. Like, wasn't
1: the person that sent us the original Mariah Carey thing named Marcus too? Oh, that I don't know. Oh my God, you think...
4: Really? <sighs> I don't remember, remember that. We'll have to investigate. Yeah, Or Mark, maybe. Okay. That's all we got. Thank you to everyone for listening. We've got... I mean, we're getting we're gearing up for season, so like we're gonna have a lot more fun stuff coming. Had to get the boring stuff out in July. Yep. we're gonna have actually exciting things going forward. Our whole fantasy football draft guides uh, coming, like big update coming very soon later in July. Training camps right around the corner, so we're I mean, incredibly excited for the season. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you to Marcus for the memes. Thank you, Zach Wilson, really for the memes. I mean, Zach, I, I can't actually thank him enough for the whole scenario. Yeah,
1: thank you for your service. Yeah.
4: <laughs> incredible. Thank you to the boring guys. Thank you to I mean thank you to Brandon Cooks. Um thank you, Lauren. Lauren.
1: Thank you, Justin Timberlake. Oh DK, uh, what's your favorite
5: Justin Timberlake song? Uh wow. Crimea River. Is that really your favorite? I don't or know. Did you just name the first one you could think I of. I think
1: it's a pretty good song. Can I can I my favorite this is cheating. It's like one of his first records, one of them. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> and think <laughs> You know what I Wait,
4: Cry Me a River specifically. Well, what he was solo? You know what my favorite um my favorite stat I unearthed so far in my career as a professional writer is that when is that the Bengals hired Marvin Lewis like it was a month after Crimea River came out and it was before the Iraq <laughs> war started and that's how Jesus. long Marvin Lewis was the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals and he didn't win a playoff game <laughs> like he outlasted the United States invasion of Iraq that's saying something too this <laughs> pretty incredible
1: the second one or the first one? no not no not the he wasn't in the 90s the what? Yeah, I'm just checking. Well, there are several uh, Persian Gulf Wars. No, in the 2000s.
5: I'm not as tapped in as okay. DK in the geopolitical. <laughs> wasn't space. there in the 90s. Anyway. I like how Heifetz called himself a professional writer. Do you guys say, I'm a pro writer? What do you do? I'm a pro yeah, that writer. that was kind, kind of sports, douchey as a setter, wasn't it? Well, like, is there a difference between saying, I'm a writer and I'm a professional writer?
4: Like, can- uh, Yeah, one's if you want to sound douchier. Like I just <laughs> That's did. it. Um, I'm a pro writer. But my favorite Timberlake song he does an amazing there's a was it, i think it's the cmas i forget what he did a duet with chris stapleton and they did Tennessee a, whiskey yes tennessee yeah. whiskey and drink you away yeah and that if you just want like a great like six minute youtube video it's fantastic yeah drink you away is
5: i think the best song on mirrors part two that's not mirrors uh, no is that what the album's called mirrors
4: i don't remember which one's from. oh no it's called 2020 yeah right.
1: yeah it's a 2020 part correct. two mirrors is on the part one Hey, I just had a crazy realization that you were not alive for the first goal four. Yeah, no, I wasn't. That fucking blows my mind.
4: <laughs> well, <I> was, <laughs> No, dude. you know what actually messes with me? The first thing that's making me feel old is like now every athlete entering all the drafts was born like way after 9-11. That's messing me up. Mm-hmm. When, I, when you click on someone's draft profile and you just see like born 2002. Chet
5: like, Holmgren was born in 2002. Yeah, I hate that. What that's messing hell? me up. Yeah.
4: That's really messing me up.
1: Yeah, that's very weird.
4: Well, on that note, goodbye, everyone.